Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, family, to Healing Paradigms Presents. And today we are going to talk about be responsible for the energy you bring. But before we get into that, I am going to go ahead and get us prayed in, and we will be right back. Oh, oh,
going to be about be responsible for the energy that you bring. Well, I will say that this is, is this particular subject, um, I think, was one of the things that took me a while to understand um, when I was when I was first introduced to New Thought. And and I think that the teacher who was my considered what I consider my first teacher was the late Jack Bolin, who Reverend Jack Bolin, who um, was a unity minister uh, back in Michigan. And at the time when he had his church, it was called the Church of Today. It has since been called. Uh, it has since changed its name to Renaissance Unity. But one of the things that um, I recall him saying in one of his uh, many sermons is that you had to really be in a place of being responsible for the energy that you bring, the your presence. And what I mean by that is being responsible for for how you react to any given situation. And one of the things that you had to really be kind of mindful of is that, you know, 
you what other people did or what other people brought um, was it was sort of like their stuff or their you know and in regardless of what and yeah was their stuff and that you know in the metaphysical community one of the things that what they would say as well you know the things that people bring it's just mirror and next week I'm going to have um, if he says yes I will have a friend of mine come and explain what that means in terms of you know the different mirrors because that when people say that it does not fully reflect <laughs> it doesn't fully reflect the whole picture of it you know because people are like well you know i i don't really act like that i don't you don't know, bring that to the table but we'll i'll again i'll talk about it later but being responsible for the energy that you bring being responsible for how you respond to a given situation. One of the things, and the reason why we, why people in the metaphysical community talk about that is because you don't really want to be in a place of giving up your power, of how it is that you are feeling and being in the world and having your state of mind being controlled by something else that is outside of you because there's a lot of stuff going on right now in the world that can, you know, that can trigger you, that can set you into a place of just, uh, of just being uh, and angry and upset. I, I mean, the, the world, you know, let's just say the collective consciousness of this world is such where we have experienced so much suffering that we keep perpetuating the suffering. Many metaphysicians, for the most part, view themselves as healers. And one of the things that you really need to start doing and take responsibility for is the energy that you bring into a given situation. Now, I will admit that in order to make that change or make that shift in paradigm when it comes to, um, you know, whatever reaction-based experience and taking ownership of how, what the energy that you are bringing, there is a bit of a, what I would call lag time because what, you will find that people will say is the only reason why you're experiencing what you're experiencing right now is because of the decisions and the way you have been previously. So there is like a buffer of time when you are making that shift from being a person who is reactionary to a person who's being responsible for their emotions and their feelings and, and taking ownership of it and, and not feeling um, helpless because of the whims of the world. One of the reasons why we encourage this is because you don't want to be in a place where that you're at the whims of the world. You want to take ownership of it, and ownership of how you're feeling and how you're presenting. And the thing is 
is that in a lot of ways, just simply because it operates in our best interest, we have the ability to actually do that. Uh, or we do that in certain settings, in certain situations, although even even though we may get triggered, but we monitor how it is that we are reacting to it or how we're at reacting to a given situation. Like if you're dealing with an employer, um, <laughs> you would probably, you know, if the employer said something to you that you considered out of line or maybe not even out of line, but they're requiring something of you that you don't necessarily want to do. There would be a part of you that, you know, that will say, oh, well, okay. I I am being responsible for the energy that I'm bringing into this situation, um, or I, I can't act this way because, you know, to uh, I want to scream and curse out my my boss because, you know, they're bringing me something that I don't feel that I'm supposed to be doing or I'm, that I'm responsible for. But you will end up doing it anyway simply because of the fact that you need to actually maintain the employment. That's a part of it. And then the other part of it is doing the internal work of what is required of looking at the reason why you are being or having the feelings of being reactionary to whatever it is that the boss may present be presenting. That's the second part of it. You control the way you are presenting yourself when you when you are are you know are you are experiencing something that may not necessarily be what you would want it to be, but then you have to start looking at that internal that internal um, experience about how to, what it is about that situation that was causing you to get your feelings up in some type of, the, the stirring up of your feelings. This is, you know, this is one of those things that is a sort of a sign of maturity as you're going on your spiritual walk, just looking at your stuff. One of the principles of the spiritual walk is that you have to take ownership of your stuff. Your, when I say your stuff, I'm talking about your feelings or your emotions or whatever the case may be because the things that come up for you that cause you to react are looking to be healed, looking to be uh, released from your body. Or And, and the re- what I mean by that is that much of our feelings – um, much of the experiences in our lives actually start to, if we do not deal with them right then and there, they actually start to be uh, absorbed by the body. 
until we get to a place where we have we go ahead and we release that energy in up or release that emotion in a way that is healthy and constructive for you know the rest of the world because when you clean yourself off in terms of what it is that you're experiencing the what begins to happen is that it has a ripple effect with all of the people who are around you. You are an antenna or you are not so much an antenna, but you are radiating um, a lighter energy when you go about the process of actually healing those things that may not have that have caused you anger and angst in the past. So one of the things that, or one of the principles that I sort of live by, just in my daily life, and I've I've been living by it for uh, from ever since I was younger. But now when I got into new thought, it helped me to understand it better and to deal with my um, feelings and emotions better was, you know, to operate in a space of kindness. One of the things that I always find interesting is that I've heard some people say, or specifically women who are of a certain age, who will say, you know, men don't open doors for me, or people feel that I'm invisible, or whatever the case may be. And that has never been my experience. I, you know, I've had people open doors for me, and I've opened doors for other people. And I've said my thank yous and on my, you know, I I appreciate you um, whenever that is done. And having that operate in a space of, of, of giving thanks, like operating in a space of kindness and giving thanks, of, of love and appreciation for, for the people. And because of that just, and you know, and just because of that that energy and that space that I operate in, um, what I have found, and this is the, this is what I'm bringing, you know, this this energy of kindness, you know, kindness and doing small kindnesses. Um, the response that I have gotten from it is that. This is reciprocated to me. Whatever it is that you're putting out in the world, when you are, especially when you are in that place of changing the, your your the state of your operating, when changing it from what it has been to what it is that you're desiring to experience. You've got it's almost as if you have to put in the work until that energy has fully caught up with you so that it could be experienced in your present. 
And one of the things that one of the things that I came to understand was taking responsibility for the energy that I brought into a given situation was that at some point when I had made the shift, um, when I started being in what people call being in your dharma of of doing for others just because it is you are operating out of a space of kindness, operating out of a space of appreciation, operating out of a space of making the world a little bit better in just a small way. These small steps actually work on the greater vibration. You don't have to do what I would consider grand gestures in order to change the vibration of the world because it is there is a learning curve and a learning process of shifting from being in a place where you are reactionary, reactionary or operating in a different mind space or paradigm and moving into what it is that you are desiring to experience. This was something that took me that took me a while to understand. So I would say the one thing that I had to work on was this experience of being lonely and making a shift from where I was to being in a place of not feeling so lonely anymore and being and taking ownership of that. This, you know, the, the way things played out in my family dynamic was such that I spent a great deal of time alone, mainly because many of my relatives were much older than me. And so I spent a lot of time alone as a child. And this is not to say that there weren't any other children in the neighborhood, but they didn't really live, what you would say, right around the corner next door, um, at least for not for a while, or the ones that did live right around the corner from me. They were much younger than me, so I was in a place of actually, um, you know, watching over them, you know, or at least I perceived myself as watching over them when I was younger. But I used to feel a great deal of loneliness. So when I came into this, uh, came into New Thought teaching, and they were talking about being responsible for the energy that you brought into experience, a lot of times, even when I was in a room full of crowded people, I would feel alone and feel um, socially awkward. And, in this, in, in, and mind you, this is something that I am still working on today, but I am significantly better at engaging in different spaces in comparison to the way that I used to be, which was to not talk to anybody at all. I was, I used to be what you would consider painfully shy. 
and and the experience or the thought that I had was that I did not want anybody to see me. I did not want to take up too much space in the world. Um, and then in just being feeling, you know, feeling so lonely uh, about, uh, feeling so lonely in that experience. As I got older, I had to take what I considered small incremental steps in engaging in conversation. And this is not to say that I'm going to, you know, (laughs) that I am the social butterfly that I think that my husband is. However, um, I am able to engage in conversation a whole lot easier because I started the practice of, of just opening my heart to the possibility that maybe other people are feeling that way and, and just sort of getting over my social awkwardness. Now, here's the thing. Because this was sort of a form, you know, this was something that happened way back in my childhood, there are times and then there, there, there are times and there are spaces where I still have those old feelings come back up. But because I've gotten in myself into a place of, of practicing how to be more socially engaging, it's a whole lot easier now, and I recognize that now, when I am in a space and like, okay, I'm having this internal experience that's flashing me back to when I was younger. Now, there have been times when I've succumbed to it and I I will go away (laughs) and then keep coming back into the space because I understand that 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 my internal experience is really my experience. You know, the, the people outside of me aren't necessarily um, being or thinking or operating in the space that 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 internal experience is is trying to tell me that the world is doing I already I already understand uh, understand that and I I understand that that is my stuff (laughs) and it gives me the opportunity to to kind of look and say okay all right, so what was it about this experience? What was it that I got triggered by? And I'm, I will say that when you start working on yourself, it gets a little bit more challenging to figure out, like, what in a social setting triggered that type of feeling to come up. But since I have started that process of working on it, um, I have more friends who are more in alignment with a type of mindset that um, that I have and who actually operate in a space of of supporting me in the changes that I am looking to make in my experience. It's one thing that I will share that uh, about this this place of being responsible. When you get into a place of continually continually being 
being in a place of self-improvement, you will attract those people who will hold you accountable for your stuff, which is which is perfectly okay, which is perfectly okay, and they will, and they will like you know I observed you in this particular setting, what was going on with you, or where where was your where was your head, or or if I a lot of times I will just sort of tell on myself and just tell them, you know, when I was in this setting, um, you know, I went to this one time I went to this church and there was, I, I had this experience and this feeling of, oh my goodness, I feel so out of place here. I'm not sure what to do. And I ran out of the space. But I took ownership of my feelings, and like I was like, you know what, <laughs> around my community, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go back into this space and keep going back uh, until I get more comfortable, because I know that this is my stuff. That it, I don't simply avoid a situation or avoid a community because of my stuff. I can, and and also one of the things that I will say is that this particular community, oh community, if you are, if you're honest and transparent about your stuff, when you go into the space, they will, and you tell them, you know, I'm feeling this kind of way. I'm working on this this particular thing. I'm working on myself. I'm working on my energy. I'm working on. Um, operating with more social grace, and I felt a bit of anxiety when I first got here. Um, so I would like for you all to kind of embrace the idea of, like, kind of, of, of helping me to assist through walking through this process of being, of being operating in this place of social anxiety. You know, just come up to me and greet me uh, in order to help me break out of my stuff. That is a, I, and I promise you that that is a far more empowered way of operating in the world instead of being at the whims of the, the world around you because the world around you is going to do what it does. You know, there there are a lot of people on the planet that need healing and we're going to experience like great experiences and we're going to have some not so pleasant experiences, but we are responsible for what it is that we bring to the world. Okay, so I will say I don't that you know, I don't have very much more to share about this particular subject today. Um, but next week I will, I will see if I can bring my friend on who will talk about how the world is a mirror and how those mirrors show up because there is more than one, when people say that it's, that the world is a mirror, they don't go into detail about how that mirror is broken up into different parts of how that op mirror is operating. 
But I think that, you know, it would be beneficial for all of you to be engaged with that. Anyway, I'm going to shut this down. Just know that I love you. I bless you. I appreciate you. I thank God for you, and I know that wherever you are, God is. And just so you know, um, on the 12th of this month, um, my husband and I are going to be on One Love, One Connection, One Us, and we're going to talk about speaking from the kindness of the heart. All right. See you soon.
in me.